In the uh, the way the uh, calendar comes out, Yankee has to go. In the way the calendar comes out, Shavuos always comes out in the week of Parshas by Midbar. Shavuos has to come out after the Teichacha. That's the rule. That's why we lay in Parshas because that's why you have to stack up the double Parshas to catch up. We always have to finish Vayikra before Shavuos, but it comes out that Shavuos is always in Parshas by Midbar. And like, it's like somewhat anticlimactic, which means you'd expect the parsha before Shavuos to be some auspicious parsha that deals with some great, great, great maimid, and we could go in with that to Kabbalah Satira. Instead, you have parshas Bamidbar, which is rather clerical. It's like you know number crunching. Organize the shvatim, organize the dagom, count the shvatim, count the dagom, get the total count, count again. And that's Parshas Bamidbar. And with that, it's the Hachana for Kabbalah Satira. What's Pshat? So the truth is, there's a Yalkit. And the Yalkit says Pshat. Says the Yalkit. When Klal Yisrael was Makabal the Torah. The other nations were jealous. And they said, Why are these people more close to the Rebbein Hashem than the rest of the nations. So some PM, HaKadosh Baruch Hashem quieted them up, quelled their tightness. Amalehem, Heviyu Lefanai, Sefer Yuchsin Shalachem. How about you guys produce a Sefer Yuchsin? Are you able to produce such Sefer Yichas to date yourself back to who you come from? Shenemar Havu Lashem Mishpachais Amen. Are you able to produce Sefer Yuchsin, Kishem, Shabbanai Mevian. Because it says in Bamidbar, Vayisyaladu, Al Mishpachaisam, that they gave birth on their Mishpachas. They had a Yichas. The reason why they merited Kabbalah Satira is because of their yichas. So there's your answer. There's your answer. The reason Parshish Bamidbar has to be before Shavuos is because the whole Maimon Asina, the whole Kabbalah Satira, and Kosh ability to answer the tainus of the Umas was predicated on HaKadosh Baruch's ability to point to their crystal clear yichas. So, beside the etzem question of why does Matan Torah require a yichas brief, beside that question, I have two, I'm embarrassed to say this, great questions. Number one, this, this parsha did not happen after Matan Torah. This parsha happened 11 months after Matan Torah. It's a pretty weak answer if it takes 11 months to come up with. Imagine you give a guy a, a zug. You give a guy a zug on Hashanah Rabbah. And he comes back to you after Tisha B'Av the next year and says, you're also. It took you 11 months to figure that out. 11 months for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to answer the Umay Salem? You're answering why we got the Tyra 11 months ago? That's a plea. And number two, this only explains the yichas part of Parshas Bamidbar. But Parshas Bamidbar is 
about a lot more than yichas. It's mostly about counting. It's mostly about numbers. It's mostly about the numbers of the Shvatim, the numbers of the Degalim. How does that fit into Kabbalah Satyra? Perhaps you could say that it wasn't Maimed Har Sinai per se that the Umay Sa'ilam had a problem with. The Umay Sa'ilam can relate to a momentary, temporary religious hisairus. The Umay Sa'ilam can understand, they can fragin Klal Yisrael, fine, you had a religious experience for a few days. We could do that too. What the Umay Sa'ilam were fartainet on, what the Umay Sa'ilam couldn't fragin was the long-term, ongoing closeness and relationship that we have with the Rebbeinu In fact, that was the Lashen of the Tanhuma of the, of the Yalkit, Marol Hiskarev Yaisir Menuhumas. Why are they Zeichet Tekiruv more than the other nations? And that's what they were jealous of. In fact, the Ramban, famous Ramban says, what is the purpose of the Mishkan? What was the Tachlis of the Mishkan? Ramban says the tachos of the Mishkan was to keep Maimad Harsinai going. That Maimad Harsinai should not be a momentary encounter. Maimad Harsinai should not be a temporary one-time hafgasha. It should be a continuous, ongoing, everlasting, day in, day out, shaykhis and closeness that we have with Rebbeinu Shalom. And that's what the Umay Sa'ilam could not forget. The way to foster the way to train, the way to prove an ongoing relationship, the only model we have for a continued model of shaykhis, of korva, of long-term relationship, is a child-parent relationship. When a child has a relationship with his parents, it's not based on a moment here, a moment there, it's based on an enduring relationship. And therefore, and therefore, yichis, the hainu, the ability to connect with who you come from in a long-term, meaningful, repetitive, ongoing way is what's necessary for Kabbalah Satayra. And this is exactly what was going on. Dumasailam came to the Rebbeinu not by Maimed Har Sinai, not immediately after Maimed Har Sinai, why are you close to them? That didn't bother them. After a long time, after Hakamas HaMishkan, after we showed and we proved that the Rebbeinu Shalom's wish of an enduring relationship with us was happening, that's when the Umar Sa'ilam came and tied it. That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu proved it with Yechis, because that's how you show, that's how you build, that's how you test an enduring relationship, and he showed it after 11 months. But what does this have to do with counting? So it's incredible. Klal Yisrael was counted three times. Three times. Once after Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, once after the Chet HaEgel, and once after the Mishkan was built. Why are those three times bidafka, the times that a Baruch Hu counted Klal Yisrael? We know counting represents laharis chibasim lefnei hamakim. People count something they love. People count again and again something they love. So, why was it that HaKadosh Baruch Hu counted Klai Yisrael at these three times? If you think about it, these three times represent critical, pivotal, fundamental times 
of parenting. If you think about it, the first time a parent must parent is when his child is a baby. His and her child is a baby. Your child is a baby. They are totally helpless. They can't do anything for themselves. They can't fend for themselves. They can't eat. They will literally die without your constant help when they're children. And that is Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the act of counting, the act of love, was the act of a parent for a child. When the child is a baby, v'at arum v'erya, you had nothing, and a Baruch who parented you. The next kufa a person will experience with his kids is adolescence. When a child is an adolescent, he shows his parent, it's natural, Baruch Hashem, he shows his parent, I'm independent. I am not one and the same with you. I am not a part of you. You don't control me. You don't own me. And a child tends to act as an adolescent rebellious. Then also is a moment that you must parent. You must show love. You must show concern. You must count your children even as they are adolescents. And that was the minion by the Maise Ego. In the parent-child relationship that counting represents... Klal Yisrael went through their adolescence, so to speak, by the Maise Ego when they rebelled, and, Klal, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu reacted by counting them. HaKadosh Baruch Hu reacted like a parent. You've done wrong, I had to take corrective action, but I'm counting you because I love you. And then the final stage of parenting is when you see your child build his own house, build her own house. When they have a HaKamas HaMishkin, when you walk your child down to the Chuppah, and they are an extension of you and they build their own house, then is when your job of parenting is brought to fruition. Once again, HaKadosh Baruch was there. HaKadosh Baruch by Binyan HaMishkan counted us again. And that is the aside of Parshas Bamidbar. Parshas Bamidbar was a counting based on Yichis after 11 months. Why? Says the Yalkit to answer the Umay Salem's Taina. That these people are capable of having a parent-child relationship. I counted them. They have the yichas. And that is why I gave them the Torah to build an ongoing relationship. Shabbos, Kedyantif, we should say the Torah and continue to be Makabal the Torah.